Hey guys, it's Ruben. Just want to give you a heads up. This episode is going to be talking about procedures and body parts, specifically male body parts. So if you're a little, I don't want to say sensitive, but you know, you know who you are. If you don't really want to hear it, then this probably isn't the best episode for you. But if you're curious, because we're going to go there and stay tuned. All right, guys. We've got them outnumbered. in that particular situation and we're gonna get right into it today for the topic well my name is Nakia hey and I'm Ruben and today's topic is vasectomy oh (laughs) and just so we're clear because I don't want anybody saying is that a drink or a beverage or what is a vasectomy (laughs) vasectomy is the male operation where that part of reproduction is clipped. The vast difference. Right? The vast difference. And I'll ever go more into detail about that. But basically, the in the, the high likelihood that you would be able to reproduce and release seeds is now pretty much diminished. Yes. Completely. So, with that, some People that are listening to this right now are like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And what are you guys talking about right now? What are you talking about? Zoe is with us too. Zoe is on the pod. Zoe, say what's up. Hey. (laughs) Zoe is uh, giving his opinions on this subject too. So if you hear him talking. Exactly. Hey, this is a parenting podcast. Uh, as you know, we are parents. So this is part of being a parent. I actually like it. I think it's cool. Yeah. So a vasectomy is a procedure that uh, cuts the vas deferens, a pathway that takes sperm from the testicles and sperm mixes with the prostate before it comes out of the man. Uh, you you get it. You're an adult. You know what we're talking about. Um, but what we're going to talk about specifically is my experience with that. So yes, I have had a vasectomy. And yes, I know, right? And yes, that means we're stopping at three. Stopping at three. People, and I know family that listen to this right now, I was like, what are you talking about? Even strangers. Because, again, I've had strangers say, when are you having more? Yeah. People like to wish kids on us. And I get it. Like, you know, we've had three within six, seven years. So they get the pattern. Look, I saw the pattern, too. This is part of the conversation. But, um, yeah, people love to wish more kids on you, especially I ain't, ain't got to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Have or them care for them. No, no, no. Have five, I six, just like seven. looking at the pictures of them. Yeah, I just like to, exactly, Zoe. I just like to give the thumbs up on the uh, 
the Facebook. like. I just like to double tap on Instagram. That's all I got to do. Please, more. Give me more. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. part of that is the factor why, you know, we considered it. And I honestly, I had the idea first. Nikita wasn't all the way on board initially. Um, but just knowing all the things we want to do, because I know that having another child is basically like hitting the reset button to a certain point. You know, they're, they're getting older. For us, our children are all two and a half years apart. Well, they're you know, we had them two and a half years apart from each other. So I saw the pattern right then. I knew how it goes. Uh, <laughs> and I knew we were coming up on that same time period. And I know us. Look, I know us. Um, so all that in, in mind, I kind of knew that we wanted to do more traveling. We did. We did. We had gone on a cruise um, earlier in 2019, and we had initially postponed it because when we wanted to first go, you were pregnant, pregnant right. and you can't even go on a cruise when you're after, I forget the time, but after a certain uh, term, I think it's probably yes. uh, in your third like trimester. Eight, yes. You can't even go. They won't even let you on the ship. So It's a good thing you checked because we were, I was like... I'm going to go pregnant. Like, yeah, we're going to have this happen. So like, they're yeah. not even going to let you in. They're not going to let you on the boat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so, um, all that being considered, you know, we, we like to travel and we had traveled in 2018. I'm trying to think. Is that the year? 2019. We traveled a lot last year. We did. Um, and I know that, you know, we want to do activities together, you know, like zip lining and Oh yeah, all of that. All of those things. It's tough to do or it's just not they won't even let you do it when you're pregnant or you have a young child because then you have to think about who's gonna carry them exactly. and take care of them. So for us and for me mainly it was a decision to say, you know, I think we're good. So if we're good then what do we do about it? Now, this is me as my own personal opinion. I've seen my wife carry three children for 40 weeks, give birth to four, uh, sorry, give birth to three children after 40 weeks, and then breastfeed these children for over a year, and then go to work and have to pump and to do all this. I've seen the toll it takes on her. And at the point, if I know we're not going to have any more children, I didn't want to then put the burden on her again and say, okay, well, you need to be on birth control. In addition to me using, look, we're going to be real here. In addition to me using protection, you also need to be on birth control. Um, I just knew, why are we doing that if we're not actually trying to have kids anymore? So I'm just going to have the decision that I'm just going to have the procedure. And, you know, she was still kind of like, no, you shouldn't have to alter. Because, listen, it is a permanent thing. You can get a reverse vasectomy, but that's like 20 grand. And I don't know what pieces they're going to be using to connect up. (laughs) (laughs) Use some Lego bricks. Oh, my goodness. Some hot glue guns. I don't know. Fine. Yeah. We didn't talk about that to find the pieces and put them back together. But okay. Exactly. So it's a permanent decision. And I I was at peace with it. I mean, some people don't have any children. Yeah. But we've been fortunate to have three beautiful, healthy children that 
I was at a, I was at a certain level of peace that, okay, we can, we can stop right here. Yeah. Um, and we're still young, you know, we're in our early thirties, mid thirties and, you know, we got a lot of life to live and I'm, I'm not trying to be the old parent. Yeah. I don't want to be the, uh, I'm not even, gonna, but you know, I don't want to be the old parent. Right. So therefore let's get into the specifics of the second. Okay. All right. Yes. So I guess I'll just go into it. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. How did you find, how did you go about doing the research to find someone that does a vasectomy? <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, I don't know if you would agree to hear, but I think I'm kind of like, if it's something technology driven, I'm kind of like, uh, I do like a lot of research uh-huh. behind it. Yep. Like I'll read customer reviews. I'll read online reviews. If it involves like buying a car or like even like a phone, I'm going to like check YouTube videos and do all this and find it out. So when it came to the vasectomy, um, I just went to Yelp. <laughs> I just looked on Yelp. <laughs> and uh, I'd pick like the second person uh-huh. down the list. You know, the first one's like an ad. Yeah. So I didn't go to the ad, <laughs> but I went to the next one down. And he had he had a lot of reviews. Uh-huh. He had at least like 30 reviews. Um, no, it was like 30 reviews, <laughs> but it was a lot of reviews. And it was all five stars. Okay. Um. You know, great feedback. It was a needleless vasectomy, which I had to look that up because that's a there are different types of procedures. Mm. So the one I had was the needleless one. But yeah, I looked the guy up, and I'll tell you this: it was kind of shady <laughs> <laughs> because I looked the guy up, and there's a phone number on Yelp. Okay, so yes. you can click the phone number through the app. Yes. Okay, I click the phone number. I look at the area code. As I hit dial, you know how you send, you call someone and because of the area code, it tells you the area it's in? Yes. The country? Yes. So I hit send and it starts to dial and it's like in Nevada. I'm like, why is it in Nevada? Maybe I hit the wrong number. Yeah. So I, I end the call and I look back and I say, like, oh, that's the one. And I immediately get a call back uh-huh. from that number. Uh-huh. And I, okay. So I answer it and it's the guy. It's not like a, uh, like a an assistant or like, you know, a secretary. Yeah. It's the actual doctor himself yeah. calling me. He said, Hey, you called about, uh, you called. And I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was looking at, uh, this vasectomy place. I'm not sure if I got the right number. He's like, yeah, this is, this is my number. We're redoing our office. So it comes directly to my cell. Uh huh. Okay. Right. That could be shady. <laughs> so anyway, I, okay. I'm kind of like, taken off by it but i still talk about it yeah i'm looking at possibly having you know a vasectomy and then he immediately starts getting into the details about okay send me your time uh your you know what you want to do any questions and then we can set the appointment and so i'm thinking oh you have like a first like appointment to kind of you know get to know a person ask them questions right and then you come back later and then have the procedure like a you know like I think no any, checkup. yeah, any yeah. type of check-in. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, is that how it works? He's like, no, if you have any questions, you can ask me. Now, or we can do it that way. He's like, but normally it's, you have any questions, you ask me now. And then we go ahead with the procedure. We uh-huh. schedule it for a date. So I was like, um, let me think about it. <laughs> I was 
like, I was just looking for information. Yeah, I wasn't was... ready to sign up and commit to anything no, right no. now. Exactly. So, um, so I do a little research, and I think we even talk about it. Um, and after doing research, I did text him a couple questions, and he answered them right back, which was which was good. He did give some good feedback. And then at a certain point, I, I felt comfortable enough. All right, well, let's let's schedule it. Part of it was because it was coming to the end of the year, and we have the HSA and. And just really quick, HSA is a health savings account, which is associated with a deductible that once you get to the deductible, then you only pay a portion of your medical expenses versus before you reach that deductible, you pay everything for those medical expenses, depending on what it is. But a vasectomy falls under one of those expenses. So because we met our deductible, it was going to cost a lot less before our deductible resets at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So this is in November. And I know that in December, this is in October. It was somewhere around there. I think it was October. Um, I knew that by the, before the end of the year, it was going to reset. And we would have to pay more to have the same exact procedure. Mm-hmm. So that's why I scheduled it for December or whatever. Okay? All that. So we're getting closer and closer to the date. I am doing my research online because there's a video about needless vasectomies. Mm. And so the video that they show, it's about this like little, I don't want to say it's a gun, but it's like an injection thing Uh that they use to um, help with the numbing. Right. So I showed (laughs) Nikki the video of this and it's like a little device that they kind of inject you with. But it feels like a rubber band flick. That's the way they describe it. It feels like someone's flicking your skin with a rubber band. And so it's not an, it's not painful. It's not a needle as much as it's like a little shock, a little pop. And then if you don't know that the video is it's more than that, then you would think that's the procedure. Oh, that's all they do is like flick you with a little thing and you're done. And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, wow, that's very simple. Okay. Okay, all right. So I saw that and I I was like, okay, let me do some more research. And then I kind of got some more YouTube videos. I was like, oh, that's not it. Oh, we go. We're going in, in. <laughs> um, and so that was funny. But I, I was like, uh, in my mind, I was like, I think I'm just not going to tell Nakia. I want to see how this is going to play out. So, <laughs> in hindsight, right? He did not tell me. He only showed me the video of the numbing. And because I was like, you know, again, in the beginning, I was off put it. I was a little off with it because I was like, you know, uh, this is your body. It's complete. Nothing's wrong with it. You know, we can figure it out. We can trace my moon cycles and all the other stuff. And it was like, okay, um, all right, this is what you want to do. And uh, I'm going to support you. But I really didn't do any additional searching on my own. It was he gave me the information. I watched it. And. Then you lean, you leaned on God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trusted completely, yes. So it's the day of the procedure, and um, 
I'm trying to think, what did I need to do before? I don't think there was any real prep I had to do before. No. You know, sometimes you have procedures that tell you not to eat or yeah. do this. Or I was Which, like, do man, I, need to? I would definitely put on there, please do not eat any gaseous foods before <laughs> this procedure. <laughs> We're all good, but I could just imagine somebody coming in and ate a big old burrito before coming in and having this procedure and yeah. farting. But yeah, I, I didn't know if you're supposed to shave or anything like that. I didn't get any instructions like that. So, okay, we go. And so we drive. It's probably about 30 minutes away. Um, <sighs> and it's kind of like this sense of, at least for me, it's like this sense of like finality, but it's also a sense of peace. It's like this phase, this chapter is coming to a close. Um, but it's not because it's something sad. It's because I'm fortunate enough to have created these three people. Right that um, I can be at peace with what I have. So we get to the place and he says, you know, call me when we're outside. His office is being renovated, which is still kind of shady when I think about it. Kind of shady, definitely. He could have not been a doctor at a certain point when I think (laughs) about it. Like, okay, so we get to the office and he says he's going to meet us in the lobby. So I, I call him and he says he's outside. We walk in and I see him walking toward me. And this is the doctor. And then we go back to his office. I think he went to the bathroom or whatever. Went to the bathroom. Come and back out. While we're doing this, he was like, Oh, well, you can wait out here. And I was like, Hold on. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not just like some girlfriend or nothing. I'm not about to just wait out here while you go and clip my husband's um, insides. <laughs> like, that's not happening. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I was like, Oh. Let me go to the bathroom. Yeah, and I fully expected you to be there the whole time, too. I didn't think you would be waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back, and the office is being kind of worked on. Like, there's no one. Uh, there's not, like, a receptionist or anything like that yeah. in the office. But I'm looking around because I'm like, this could be kind of shady. This guy could not be. So I'm looking around like, okay, let me see. Do I see a plaque? Okay, all right. I see some certification. Okay, all right. Because I did my research online, too. But you never know. Like, someone could have hacked my phone and diverted the call. I don't know. Right? But you, but you never... Normally, doctor's office we've been to have been established. Right? And yeah. you don't see this part of the development. Yeah, when they're moving stuff in and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So, that was is interesting to see at the same time. And that area was like one of the rooms was like the hazmat area, you know, safety space. I don't remember uh, that. Hey, yeah, it was like where probably where it cleans materials, other things like that it was yeah. on the door. Like that's that room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, close, keep that door closed. Yeah. So it's just like, oh wow, this is interesting. And then I always thought about you know, people renting space and having that. So it's his pri- private practice. Yeah. So. Go ahead. We got we got in the room. Uh, got in the room. You know, we're kind of making small talk. Um, and then within fifteen minutes, I'm on the table with my pants down. I feel like. Oh my goodness! It's, and I, I I just asked. I was like, "Wait, can I?" He was like, "Yeah, you can just sit right there." I was like, "I'm gonna stand up." And I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Ruben's about to pull his penis out in front of this man." <laughs> Man, this is just mind blowing. Like, I know this is, but it, it was cool in the sense too because it, if Sean Ruben wasn't like 
a nervous wreck or anything. He's shaking to pull his pants down or nervous or anything <laughs> like that. It was just like, it is what it is. I'm right? in the doctor's office. Hey, yeah. here we go. Right. Yeah. And, but the guy, he was pretty cool. He was talking about his child that they have now, him and, and his wife. Two children. And, um, because he was our age. Just clarify, this guy was like our age. Yeah, so all of the like shadiness and like using the technology, it all makes sense too yeah. because it's like relative times. Yeah. How do you do things in 2019? In 2019, right? yeah, and using the technologies and connecting that way with people. So, <clears throat> yeah, so I guess you I'll got your point. penis out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Okay. So this is the procedure. And, you know, I'll probably put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. Like, we're going to be talking about some real stuff. Yes. So anyway, if you're at this point, you're down for the cause. All right. So first thing is, he takes my member and he puts a rubber band around it and a a clip and he clips it to my shirt. First thing. Wow. I've never had that feeling before. <laughs> just the experience. Like I I me just me yeah. just watching him just like and there it goes. This is step one, okay? You have your penis clipped to your shirt. <laughs> My shirt like it's a, a bib or something. <laughs> um and yes. then uh shortly after I think he like gets a little razor out. Yep. It's a little razor out, okay. And then uh, you know, we're going through the procedure and then he brings out the little numbing tool. Yes. Right? You know, he like wipes with alcohol or whatever. He brings out a little numbing tool and then, you know, he's like, you're going to feel like a little pluck, like a rubber band. This is just what I saw in the video. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Little pluck. Doesn't hurt. It, like, it's just a little pluck. Okay. He does it, I think, a couple times. Because mind you, this whole time he also has his hands mm. on... Mm. My sack. That's the best way I can place it. He has my because he, he's trying to feel. He's trying to feel the vein. You can actually feel it because um, there's two coming from each testy, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and so he's feeling around and he injects me. I think twice on each <coughs> on each Bless testicle. You, Bless you, Zo. And then that's the numbing. And then shortly after oh, that, yeah. uh. Which I'm gonna pause you because okay. I was like, "Oh, we done. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Exactly, Zoe. And um, I'm like, yeah. Well, that's not yeah. in the Kia. Now, me knowing the whole time what's coming next, and the Kia is like that look on your face was like, okay. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not done yet. He said something like that, but you know, then we start getting to the real stuff, into oh, the, man. into the meat of the matter. I guess is the best way to put it. Literally, <laughs> the, literally, literally the meat. My face, like what? So Nakia, just if you don't know, Nakia is okay with like body part. You're not grossed out either. No. Is this the best way I'm trying to put no, it? No, I'm so intrigued. Yes. Yeah, you're intrigued and you're curious. Like, if you got a booger, like the, when the kids have the booger, it's, we're all about picking them. We're like, all in. We're all yeah. in. Yeah. Like, funny story, I had a procedure on my belly button. Like, I had a hernia when I was young. And I had this procedure and dating Nakia 
she got curious about like my belly button and she found some like lint that was like it wasn't even lint it was like maybe some old crust and this is really gross but it was like it deep up. in there like that's like, probably been there for over 20 years from uh, when i first had the procedure it wasn't 20 years, it was like 10 years. come on was, but anyway years. It was yeah. like in there, like like deep in, like you had to dig it out. I, had I would tweezers have, and everything. I it was a lot of lint and it wasn't a lot. Listen, it's it nothing. Just clarify, because now I'm looking shady. Out here. <laughs> it wasn't anything that you could like just washing yourself normally with like soap and water. No, and I was so young, I wouldn't have remembered that they said, "Yeah, you Doctor, need to get a some Dr. tweezer." Doctor Nakia went in and got it. Doctor right. Nakia went in and got this like string of like built up lint in my but it wasn't that long though but considering it came out of my body it was still pretty long like your fingertip yeah like the length of your fingertip but but nakia was definitely fascinated by it and just our whole relationship i know that nakia is down to find out some things about the body so knowing that then we started to get to the next part which involves uh what is it involved, Nikki? Because I'm like, at this point, I am just laid back and laid back in my mind. Like, let me start talking to keep my mind off this guy. Maybe, you know, having sharp objects around my Your penis. Exactly. Yeah. My, my, yeah. my testicles. Your phallic symbol. My, yeah. So I'm talking and I'm looking up. I'm not looking at it. But Nakia is right there like, what in the world is going on? So from your perspective. I'm all in. What do you remember? I'm all in. So I remembered him, one, getting the tool. He got his tools set up. Mind you, this is a one-man doctor. One-man doctor. There's no nurse. There's Simon. no nurse. He's There's no help. Oh, okay. He's taking his <laughs> tools out while we're having conversations about him doing his own procedure. Yes. He said and, he was interested in doing his own vasectomy. And that he's learning. He'll have somebody on call. Like the, conver- the conversations we're having while this man is conducting this procedure is like is right on point and he's been doing this for a while. Yeah, he's a pro. He knows exactly what he's doing. He and, can talk about doing his own vasectomy which i'm like do you need mirrors like like you have yeah he's like yeah i'll have it set up like that and you know i have some support just in case he passes out i'm just kidding he's not gonna pass out but just in case something goes completely left right like he has support for that but he had the tools laid out on the little the little tray right mm-hmm. for a second i was like you need some help with that like <laughs> nah, but he had it all taken care of and he brought out one of the tools which was for like burning to cut Colorized, right because yeah. it's not uh, a, like a knife that you would use it's like a laser type of thing to cut that area cut the yeah the vast effort and so when he cut in uh, i'm talking about the outside layer of your skin to get to that part oh okay so he's going through the scrotum to get to the vast deference and so it's like he had to be very meticulous about pulling down the skin in order to get to that place and then make the cut so once he does that and he cuts that part and then starts to open it up i'm just my mind is completely blown at this point because (laughs) i thought we were already done like he had did the thing on both sides and i was like oh you've injected some like seed 
or some some, some plug on both sides and that's it. Like there was no cutting in that video that Ruben gave me. So now I'm completely in in muddy waters now trying to figure out what's happening. So going in and being there then it was okay cool what's next and so he goes in and when he cuts and then he goes and he pulls these this white cord out (laughs) I was like oh my goodness like I'm seeing your insides I'm seeing you like I've never seen you before yeah. Like even think about school and learning anatomy or going through and learning about it, things like that. Like you don't get live examples like that of this is actually what this looks like inside the body. And then I would have never thought up until this point to Google exactly what a vast deference looks inside of the body. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and Ruben is a very chocolate man. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know. And so to see these white cord come up out of him, <laughs> I was just like, whoa, like, and then it wasn't bloody or anything. Some people might be like, it was bloody. No, it was very clean. Yeah. And that area, like where he numbed, and I think it just made it very easy to continue with the procedure. And he pulled them out and was like, okay, and then clipped it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is it. This is this is it. Like the other stuff, that wasn't it. Like this is it. This is and the then I was thing. like, oh, should I be recording? I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna take the camera out right now. But I was like, oh, my God, I kind of want to record. And I was like, just be right near Ruben while this man is <laughs> conducting this surgery. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like the point of no return. Yeah. Right. And so when he gets the whatever he uses the laser to cut it and he cuts he does one and then he does the next and it's so quick yeah there was a second i was like wait did you do both he was like did i do both yeah i did both because like, <laughs> the t- the amount of time it took before uh for the whole procedure us getting there by the time i'm on the table and and then by the time we're all done and i'm up and we're back in the the lobby. How much? That was like 45 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't long at all. It was less than an hour. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, so the procedure is done at this point. Um, he says, you know, sit up very, you know, lightly. Because, you know, I guess you could be lightheaded if you try to get up too fast. Yeah, yeah. So I get up. And then he says, uh, you know, just have a seat at this um, table. Or at this, like, at the, sit at a chair. We go yeah. outside in the lobby. Outside where where the receptionist, when they finish up, would be. Yeah, yeah, in the waiting room. So we sit there for a couple weeks. says, just sit there. I think there was some paperwork we had. We are reading over kind of um, what we need to do after. Because, you know, there's you just had a procedure, even though it's outpatient. You still had a procedure. You need to take it easy. So I yeah. can't, like, do running activities. I basically have to go home and sit down for a day or two. Um, and then, you know, no working out, no activities for like three or four days, um, because you don't want anything to like, I guess, rip or tear. You don't want any kind of issues end of the day. You want the body to be able to heal during that time. Yes. And go back to normal. Even though with 
how it was. It's very easy to be like, oh, nothing happened. Yeah. And that's the thing I asked was, you know, what is my body... I guess the best thing is, what does my body think happens now? Yeah. And just a little, let's talk about kind of the the way the body works. I talked about already is that, you know, it, the sperm leaves your testicles and it mixes with your prostate. So I didn't know it was like 45% of the semen comes from the prostate. I didn't know that. I probably should have known that. I didn't know that. But now there's not that connection. So it all it's all coming from like the prostate. Um, but I'm still producing sperm. So it doesn't affect like my testosterone or anything like that. It's just like it gets reabsorbed into my body. Almost as if someone who um, abstains from sex, how the, their seed just goes right back into their body, right? So that's the way my body's looking at it now. Um, so that was good to know how the plumbing works. I didn't want to like have a loose pipe just somewhere in my body, just empty. Sure enough, what it looked. I'm like... I was like, so where does it go? Where does it go? Yeah. And then the idea of it to see how small it is. Yeah. And to think about like the fact of how he was able to find it. Yeah. yeah. And then what passes through. Cause sometimes you're like, you know, semen's passing through and you see it and it's like, oh, that seems like a lot, but it takes a, a lot for it to get to that point. Uh huh. Right? The movement. So. I'm like, something's like just flooding in uh, empty in pool. pool. Of, <laughs> like, like where why is, is my knee swelling? Oh my God. <laughs> like, and it's like, okay, obviously I didn't understand what. Uh, I got some water on my knee. What Drain was happening? Like, that ain't yeah. water. That ain't water, son. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so it's been 45 minutes. We're in the lobby. It's done. I have my sheet of instructions. Yep. Things I need to do. And he does give me the sample cup because after like three months, you have to send in a sample so that they can verify that you are clear. You no longer have sperm in your semen, right? Um, so just initially leaving, it's I'm still kind of in shock. But the funny thing was I'm walking out and there's another guy. He has another appointment coming in, right? Yeah. Coming into the lobby of this whole office complex. So as I'm walking out, I'm talking to him. He's saying, do we have any questions? And I say, no. I was like, awesome. Thank you. He said, yeah, if you have any, if you have my phone, contact, whatever. And then he talks to the next guy. And he says, hey, you're for the so-and-so. And as I'm walking by, I'm like, hey, good luck. Like I say to the guy, like, good luck. Because he's with his wife or girlfriend, whoever. I'm like, yeah, good luck, man. And he's like, you're supposed to be, the doctor is saying this to me. He's like, oh, man, you're supposed to be hunched over and, like, in pain. Because I'm walking out normally. So he's jokingly like, you know, the next guy's supposed to see you all hunched over in pain and think it's, like, this bad procedure. Yeah, yeah. But I was walking like I normally did. I only thing I did feel in, like, the day... Um, you know, not the day after, but immediately after procedure and not the day after, it felt like there was a piece of string of like plastic in my scrotum. That's the best way I can explain it. It felt like, um, you know, when you go to the store and you buy some clothes and there's like the tag, you know, like a plastic tag. Yeah. And there's like that little piece of plastic that has like the fat in. The yeah, the, yeah. The, and you feel it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it feels like on, like in me. 
Yeah. So like I'm sitting down and I may move a certain way and it just feels like there's like a piece of like plastic like scratching you a little bit. Right. Um, and so that was like my initial feeling. I'm like, is that gonna be like the rest of my life like this? But yeah. it's not because that goes away after uh, a, a couple days, and then you can start to move, and everything is fine. And like, um, you know, they tell you to wait a week because just being real. The question is, okay, well, when do you resume sexual activity? When is it safe? I was just in my head like, okay, well, this is a real conversation. Again, it's already going to be noted that in the beginning. But to be real. Yes. So when do you get to continue? How does that process happen? Because that's just like after having children, when do you resume having sexual activities yep. with your spouse? So sometimes you don't necessarily know, right? So how you said was it like a week? Uh, I think he said it had to be like three to four days, and um, uh, when you read the paper, it says uh, <laughs> you may see blood in your. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like after that, and for me, it was like caring for me. I was just like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah." I can chill just like chill and the other part of it the like unspoken words was that we didn't tell anybody so i think my mom was here at the time and we didn't tell her right we didn't tell anybody it was just like hey we're gonna go out and we'll be back we done gone out went and had a procedure and came back got my whole stuff nobody know i done got fixed oh my goodness and it's just like, you know, when you have this and we're talking about we're outnumbered and why this is important, too, is because children activity, you still have children. They still want to run and play and do other things. Yeah. So it's like, wait, why can't I jump on daddy? Right. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that would say the recovery process isn't long. It's not like, you know, weeks of recovery, like a major <laughs> surgery. It's you know a day too yeah 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 um but yeah so blood in your semen <laughs> i don't know how else to transition back to that that's it but um so just with that in mind there is a level of like fear <laughs> i don't want to say fear but like concern mm-hmm. of like not wanting to pee not pee because not pee talking about Climax. Ah, there you go. So normally that's associated with something good. Right. But now you have this, like, in your mind, this could be blood. As soon as you're ready, you're like, oh. And then it's like, that's like, oh. Did I not get that letter before the Uh-oh. procedure? Uh-oh. Um, so, but all that, everything works well. The plumbing works. No problems. And it has been three months. So, you know, I sent off the sample and all clear. The procedure is complete, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. And it was because the certain amount of sperm count that they would see, right? It was a certain percentage that marks it as complete. Um, any. I think you said if you saw one, then it's like, yeah, we need to do another sample. Oh, okay. So it's clear. So that means, you know, it's still possible. Anything is possible. Immaculate conception. Anything is possible. Um, but just know that it is a permanent procedure and that going back from all that we discussed now, imagine trying to reverse that 
No. You got, you know, I'm telling you, you can bring in some plastic. You got to bring in some, uh, I don't know, some cadaver. You got to get some from a dead body, Please dead stop. body scrotum. I don't know. Wait but- <laughs> Not even. It now opens us up again, like you said, reestablishing our relationship going forward. Uh, really focusing on helping to develop the three that we already have fully. And based on the things that we want to continue to do, like if we do want to have children, I think this is the the confidence and the peace of mind mm-hmm. that there are other children out there that could use a home too. So if that's something that we're still in the mind of having more children yeah. is that we can contribute by being, you know, either foster parents or helping out in a different manner or adopting. Yeah. Or adopting. Yes. And that was part of the conversation we had before was, you know, the finality of a vasectomy. Um, but you know, things change, you know, and we could be good with three children today, like Nikia said, but then, um, you know, who knows down the line, we say maybe we want another child. Who knows? But again, there are enough children in this world that need homes. Yeah. That if needed be, we can adopt the child into our home. Yeah. And still give them love as if they're one of our own without having to, um, you know, go through the whole cycle of the pregnancy and blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, all that to say, this was my vasectomy procedure. Um, we're happy with it. Um, I'm perfectly healthy so hopefully if anyone is considering it i've had a couple of guys friends of mine inquire about it um and so i've just been honest but hopefully this gives you a couple more details about what goes into a procedure of a needleless vasectomy specifically that's what i had i can't speak to other types of vasectomies if they're bringing in you know uh scissors and cutting you all i don't know i didn't have that i didn't have any stitches um nothing like that so just background information. I really want to talk about it. Um, something, you know, that hopefully you guys can take something from, get some knowledge from, and at least, you know, about the procedure. At a minimum, you know about how the procedure is done, even yeah. if you don't have it. Yeah. So, um, Nakia, anything else you want to add? No, it was, a, it was an amazing experience, right, to participate in and to have that uh, it's pretty cool yeah right like sometimes people are like oh I don't know why they would do that in, in anything right but it's like you see it and to be able to see it and understand it and see the intent behind it mm-hmm. too is very important so I overall I enjoyed the experience yeah, I don't have anything to add. You just oh. added something. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. Let me talk for a couple minutes, though. I've but, added it. Yes, you've added it. And I love that. Um, I just, you know, kind of love talking about it. I love talking about it, but I think, it's, I think it's a pretty interesting story. Because, listen, that guy said he was a doctor. I looked at this thing. He was a doctor. But shady all the way up to there mm-hmm. like I could see if someone was trying to fool you like it's possible to do it but you have to trust in people you have to trust in God trust in God 
Okay, all right. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Ruben. I'm Nakia. And, and we're, we're all numbered. Talk to you guys later. Take it easy. Peace.